0: have a beer so pop one open because it's time for another episode of hey it's
1: hey. the media boat podcast yeah hi hi um he's matt also, i'm mike hi dad if Alex you're listening here. to this i'm not sure uh, oh yeah you talked to your dad this possible. past weekend it's very possible so hi <laughs> um I'll, I'll try to be clean this one
0: um, i won't and he won't uh yeah. we need to earn that explicit tag on us yeah we don't it. Okay, we don't earn it. We, we just exist. stumble upon it. We exist, it. <laughs> and thus we get it.
1: Uh, this is the Media Boat Podcast. We're a podcast podcast. apparently from Minnesota today. Uh, we talk about movies, uh, television, music, and video games, and all sorts of assorted things. Um, and this is the, what, the 24th of August? Yes, August 24th. Year of our Kobe Bryant Day. Kobe Bryant Day. Why is this Kobe Bryant Day?
0: Because he... Wore both jerseys 8 and 24. You could literally do so, that
1: with any athlete any day.
0: Well, you could, but because he wore both 8 and 24, thus eight twenty four is Kobe Bryant day. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Sports fans are weird. Yes. Well, no. It was officially declared in LA today. Officially declared? Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Sure. All right. Yeah. I'll buy it. Okay, that's your sports
1: news, <laughs> and then let's go into directly into our box office, which we totally missed this week. Oh God, how we do have we never miss... been more wrong? Uh, yes, we have. Well, maybe the Deadpool thing. Deadpool, <laughs> but this is second place about how wrong we were. Yes,
0: because we couldn't even get <laughs> we didn't get the number, number one, one right. right. <laughs> oh God! So
1: our our horses were respectively. War Dogs. You thought that was going to be our number one this week. Yes, and I you thought, thought it was going to go to Kubo two and the
0: Twelve string. Two, two strings, three strings, whatever. Two string.
1: The hell, whatever that movie is. called, I don't know. Two uh, string
0: bean casserole. Neither were your number one movie this week. No, we have a rollover once again, third week in a row. Suicide Squad number one, somehow, somehow. which. Number-wise, should
1: not have been number one. But apparently, no one saw the movie, a a single movie
0: last week. No one went to the movies this weekend, apparently. Um, I guess everyone just wanted to watch the crap out of Olympics. But even then, that's not true. Uh, We'll get to that later. later. But yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad, number one, with $20.8 million. Another 52% drop. So yeah. I guess this is weird news, and especially bad news if you're Jonah Hill. Yeah. Uh, brings suicide's total global accumulation cum- to $262 million. Oh, sorry, domestic. My bad. Yeah, domestic, domestic, $262 million. Yep. And number two was, again, Sausage Party. Somehow. 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 Again. Oh, I saw that too. Seth Rogen's Sausage Party. Uh, $15 million. Uh, Alex, you want to come over here and talk about it then, since you saw it? Yeah,
1: why don't you just talk about the movies you saw? You saw Sausage Party, you saw War Dogs. <laughs>
0: You actually also saw a Suicide Squad, too. Right,
1: you've seen all of these. Last, year,
0: last week, yeah.
2: yeah. Talk or about all mean?
0: of them. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Let's just get no, this over no, with. No.
2: Where
3: should
0: I start? Uh, start. Let's start with Suicide Squad. So why is it number day. one?
3: We don't talk about Suicide start. Squad.
0: Okay. okay, you don't want to talk about Suicide Squad?
3: Suicide Squad can suck my dick.
0: So why is it number one, then?
3: Um, I have no idea, because people don't know better.
0: Oh, good. You're just like us. Sorry. We don't know. We don't know why it's number one either.
3: No, no idea.
0: So you didn't like it.
3: No, I hated it.
0: Even though you love Deadpool. I love and
3: Deadpool. you love those anti heroes. I like types. I like DC Comics. I like Harley Quinn. Um, I like the Joker. I don't like their relationship though. Um, I don't like the. I didn't like them the second I saw their their costumes. Since I saw the casting, I just I wasn't a fan of it. But I tried not to make any. Any judgments, and I was actually really excited for the movie, because I thought they would do a better job than I thought they would, and uh, they definitely did it. They spent the first 20 minutes introducing characters, and then they, once they actually got into the, the plot of the movie, they introduced, like, five other characters that came out of nowhere, and they're like, oh, by the way, this guy does this, this guy does this, and that guy does that, and you're like, you couldn't, like...
0: The roster was too big to handle. <laughs>
3: it was too big to handle, and then they added more on top of it. And then they actually had a, a Native American character, and then killed him off in two seconds. Okay. <laughs> he had like one line. That was pretty cool. And then um, the rest of the movie was just kind of shitty, kind of sad. And Jared Leto makes a first of all, he's a horrible person. Second of all, <laughs> he's he makes a terrible Joker. And I think I haven't seen any other live examples of like the Joker. Like the only Joker I can compare to. Him, too, is the ones in the comics and the ones in, like, the cartoons, like Mark Hamill or the ones in the video games. Like yes. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. But who can compare to Mark Hamill, though?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Mark Hamill is both the best bad guy and the best good guy simultaneously.
3: Right? Oddly. But, um, but yeah. And so, that's that. I hated it. Uh, Margot Robbie was pretty hot. That was about it.
0: Well, everyone knows Margot Robbie is hot.
3: Yep. And that was it. All right.
0: Uh, so, you give it a meh. Which is what yep. I feel like it should be.
3: Yep. I don't think I'll ever see it again in my whole life.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, no, you saw a number two movie in the box office, Sausage Party. <laughs> so, yes, okay. Alex, you went so. to a sausage party.
3: <laughs> I, I did. Tell me about
0: this sausage party.
3: So, <laughs> sausage party. it It's basically like like Seth Rogen got in a room with his friends and they were like, how can we make a movie about food? Like make it make it relevant with religion, and that that's what it was. And we get then, Seth oh yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, have you guys seen it? I'm not gonna ruin it.
2: No, we have it. not no, seen it. we've not seen it. Go ahead, and spoil. Once, it. No, I'm
3: not gonna really spoil it. But they're like, but the, near the end, after they come to a conclusion where they're like, okay, religion is ridiculous. They're like, Seth Rogen's like, what if everybody in the world didn't have religion, what would they do? And that's that's what all the food did. <laughs> and, yep, that was Sausage Party. So it, was,
0: it sounds like a movie that's trying to tackle some bigger cause while still being poop jokes and
3: yeah, fart jokes and douche jokes. Yeah, douche jokes. <laughs> a lot of douche jokes. They're the evil person in that There's movie is oh, Yes,
0: yeah, literally, literally Nick a Kroll douche. is a douche in that movie. <laughs>
1: it's the second it time he's been a character named Douche, by the way. Yes, I know. Parks, and Parks and Brack. Brack. He is oh. named the
2: douche. <laughs> yeah, he
3: was a. He was pretty. Like they're pretty funny. There was a. There was also a Native American character that was portrayed really poorly. He was a bottle of um, fire water. <laughs> but of oh, course. okay. So
0: it wasn't um, butter. No. likes oh, Butter?
3: Lendolick's, no. Oh, that would have been cute. But no. He was, he was alcohol. That's cute. <laughs> well, it's better than alcohol. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: So, overall, it's a funny movie?
3: Yeah, it was just a fun, stupid movie to go to. Typical um,
0: Seth Rogen movie?
3: <laughs> yes, with okay. all of his friends and such.
0: All right. I might end up seeing it. Yeah. And I, then you also, oh, what were you going to say? Oh,
3: I was just going to say, I, I laughed. I don't laugh at, at funny movies often.
0: <laughs> okay. And you saw also saw number three movie at uh, this box office, War Dogs.
3: Oh, my God. War Dogs was so good. I didn't even expect it to be that good. It was like, it, I love crime drama movies, but it was crime drama mixed with, like, with comedy at the same time. And so this is from
0: the same uh, director as The Hangover Todd the Phillips. The Hangover
3: movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did something else that I thought was really good too. But um, Yeah, he did it, something between them. It definitely had a um like a big short feel to it, but it was it was a lot funnier than Well, <laughs> if you that, bring that, that up because
0: be I saw sure. a review today that said War Dogs is the is Iraq's big short. <laughs>
3: Really, yeah Aww. it's the Iraq
0: war, but in the big short form
3: that's funny, yeah. but yeah, that's basically what it was and but it was like it was actually funny, it was really, really funny.
0: wait, the big short's
3: also funny, yeah, but in in like a like a Wall Street sort of way, this yeah. is more of like a criminal like funny sort of way. I feel like like the big short is funny, but it just hits home just because <laughs> we we live in this Literally. post. Yeah, literally hits home. We live in this post-big, right. short, oh, sort of. Oh, there's the other two movies he you know. did. Oh, yeah, Do Day. Oh, X. Project X. Oh, okay. That's the one that I really like that he did. But, okay. Yeah. And, uh, the the so. found footage one? Yeah. Um, no, nah, what was it? Yeah, it definitely was found footage, I remember. It was a really good movie, too. But, um, yeah, but I, I liked it. I liked it a whole bunch. It was, um. Not as funny as Sausage Party, but still really funny.
0: But more interesting than funny.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a true story.
0: Yeah, that's one of the movies that I'm most likely gonna see. Um, do you think this has awards potential?
3: Awards? Yeah,
0: award potential. Eh. Based on subject matter and yeah.
3: Jonah Hill. Well, um, it's too early. They, I think it is too early, but they do like their true story things. But um, yeah,
0: well, I mean, like The Big Short came out in the middle, end of summer as well. And that had enough staying power for it to win a writing. But I also think writing. that
1: had a lot more buzz behind the Adam McKay script. This one doesn't have any buzz. Right, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay.
3: But it is still funny. The first time I saw the trailer, which I don't watch trailers very often, the first time I saw it was like, that looks that looks pretty interesting and pretty hilarious. Yeah,
0: that's you what know? I thought. Well, what would you think of Miles Teller? I finally remembered his name. Miles Teller. Is
3: Miles <laughs> that the Teller. other, the not Jonah Hill guy? Yes, he's the
0: not Jonah Hill guy.
3: He's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I, like, the whole time, I I couldn't remember, like, remember what he was from. Whiplash. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh,
0: The Fantastic Four. Reboot.
3: No. I don't watch Superhero movies. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Saying (laughs) right (laughs) after you saw Suicide Suicide Squad Squad. (laughs) (laughs) and Deadpool. And those are the the first two I've seen since since Kick Ass, so.
0: (laughs) Oh, wait, then you might, like, uh,. Shit, I'll just give you my socks later. Oh, Were
3: they Kill Bill socks?
0: They were Kill Bill socks. <gasps> Kill Bill yeah, you can go ahead and have them. I'm never going to wear them. Yes! Okay, and yep.
3: then, anyway.
0: Um, Anyways, uh, yeah. But
3: what I do, what movie I do think is award-worthy was Imperium.
0: Now this is that Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> <Ratcliffe> <laughs> movie uh, where he becomes not, not Nazi, uh...
3: White supremacist. White supremacist. White suprem- yeah, yes. he goes undercover as a white supremacist. Oh, he and, goes uh, undercover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like FBI or whatever. But um, I feel like he he tries so hard to get away from that like Harry Potter thing. Like he tries so hard, and everybody's just like, "Go Harry Potter, go!" Like he he was a he was a dead farting corpse. You know what I mean? Like yes, we, yes, we <laughs> talked about uh,
0: was it um,
3: suit Su- body. Su- Swiss Army. Swiss Army Man. Man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but um, I feel like I I completely forgot that he was like Daniel Radcliffe in this movie. Really? Like, yeah. I just Shaved got, head and all. Yeah, I just got so wrapped up in the story and like it um, it's it's obviously like a lot like um, like American History X, where it's just really kind of hard to watch. But this one's like I feel like this is even worse just because it like. It just hits home, and if you see it, like, you'll know what I'm talking about. Now, it's just, is this it's a
0: period piece, or does this take place, like, present day? Contemporary? Uh,
3: I, I think it took place, like, a couple years ago, because they, they talked about, like, Oklahoma City, and then they even had that, that guy that shot up that church, with the, the black black church okay. in, like, North Carolina or something a couple years ago, so I think it's pretty pretty recent. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it was really, really good. I, I normally, like fall asleep in serious movies lately, but I, like, I was wide awake for this one. It was crazy. Okay. Yeah. But it wasn't, so, it wasn't too, like,
0: So, do you, heartbreak. do you put caution going into this movie? Like, don't bring your children, oh, and obviously, but to, like, <laughs> go in with an open mind, or, um, like, No. Is it very, like, artsy? No,
3: I feel like, like, going in, just kind of knowing that, like, it's, like, just certain parts are just gonna hit you in the friggin' face, they're going to Zeke Heil your face off. Like, it's... I don't know. I feel like that's that's what you should know.
0: So you have been warned, audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Puriam, um, Is this playing at, like... Is this playing at the uh, white theaters? I don't know. Or, I don't oh, know.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't think it's <laughs> okay. going to a wide release, though. I just
3: saw... There was this thing that was like, oh, name your vagina yeah. after the last movie you saw. <laughs> and that's like... Mine's named straight out of (laughs) company. And I'm like mine's named Imperium, which means At least
0: yours wasn't named Sausage Party. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And with that, thank you, Alex. (laughs) Oh god. That is a bad game to play. (laughs) Uh but, well, yes, okay. The so uh, movies. What else? The so movies. Got? All right. Uh, Rodney uh top five. So War Dogs was number three. Technically, I beat Matt, but technically. Technically. Uh, War Dogs, 14 million. Kubo with the two strings, 12 million. Off a $60 million budget, which is sucks. But then again, that's Leica. <laughs> like it is sucks. It is sucks. But that's Leica. Like um, hopefully, it'll make its money back. Hopefully, Overseas will help it. And uh, number five was Pete's Dragon with 11 million. Number six, Ben Hur. Ben Hur, done that. But I barely <laughs> knew her. Ha! Ha ha! Only made $11 million off a $100 million budget plus advertising. That's a huge bomb. Yep. Wow. And then uh, for some reason, people still see bad moms. Or one, Jason Bourne was seven and Bad Moms was 8 but Bad Moms the only reason I keep this thing on here is because why does
1: that thing have legs yes it has
0: 85 million dollars off a 20 million dollar budget why who's seen that movie I don't know why is it still making money (laughs) ugh Bad Moms anyways this is (laughs) the last week of August which means your last uh, week's movies so technically you call them summer movies I guess Yes. Uh, are the horror movie Don't Breathe starring Stephen Lang as a blind criminal. Or sure. a blind, oh, blind man. That. Okay. Uh, next is Hands of Stone. Okay. The boxing movie. Sure. And last is your Jason Statham action movie Mechanic Resurrection. Sure. Or sorry, Mechanic Colon Resurrection. Didn't he?
2: Yeah.
1: Colon Resurrection. Colon Resurrection. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> yep. Colon Resurrection. So
0: does that mean he died in the second one? I don't, I don't know. do not <laughs> the second one. <laughs> he dies
1: in all of them. That's his secret. He's never
0: not dead. It's like Crank. <laughs> guess so. He just always he's goes. He's always kind of dead. Like his career. Oh, no. no, actually. No, no, actually. He's, of, yeah. Yeah, it's either. around. All right. <laughs> all right, let's get into this uh, movie news. Yeah, let's do it. Yep.
1: We don't really need to do a prediction for next week. I don't really care.
0: Nope. I don't really care either. (laughs) I mean, if I had to put it... I put out uh, Don't Breathe. There's no way Suicide Squad's going to go another 10...
1: Horror movies usually do pretty well. Unless uh, The Mechanic does well. Because it's being marketed pretty well.
0: Yeah. Put this way. Anything over 10 million should get you the number one spot. Yeah. You have to see over 10 million. Yeah. All right. Uh, So... Uh wanna go with movie news or wanna go with our summer review since we just did box office.
1: Movie news first.
0: Okay. Movie news! Birth of a nation. We're gonna talk about this. The movie, the twenty sixteen movie
1: titled Birth of a Nation. Yes, we have to. I be need spe- to be specific.
0: Yes, we need to be specific about this movie. <laughs> um so, uh Nate Parker. The guy who both wrote and directed and stars in Birth of a Nation. Sure. Has had some skeletons come out of his closet recently. Yes, he has. Yep. And they're currently affecting Birth of a Nation and Elvis screenings Mm -hmm. because the big one, AFI, has, well, it did already, canceled the screening of Birth of a Nation for its audience. Wow, okay. Yeah. Citing this incident and citing a bunch of people writing in saying, um... Well, I guess you should say the incident now. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, in 2008, Nate Parker, while he was in college, him and his roommate were accused of rape. Got it. Horror story, yes. I say accused of rape because during the trial, he w- he was acquitted. However, his roommate was found guilty. and Yeah. So, they were both
1: tried for it. Yes. But his roommate was found guilty and he was acquitted.
0: Yes. However, in a retrial, yes. both of them were acquitted. Okay. And okay, the lawsuit right. was dropped from the victim. Got it. Because she said that she didn't, couldn't handle all this attention that she was getting from the lawsuit at the time. So she dropped the lawsuit and both people were were acquitted. Uh, yeah,
1: that's not exactly great publicity if you're trying to sell a movie.
0: Right, but this was in 2008. Mm-hmm. 2012, she committed suicide. Oh boy. Oh boy. This is okay. All right. That was 2012. Yeah. It's now 2016. Yeah. So these skeletons are now coming out of the closet yeah. to bite him in the ass.
1: That's rough. Yeah. For everyone involved. Yep. That's, I mean, obviously, without being a fly on the wall, who knows. But that being said, acquitted is not necessarily not guilty. Right. So, yeah, this is definitely a weird right. a weird situation. As
0: I learned from watching the Duke Lacrosse uh, <laughs> yes. 30 for 30 trial. Yes. Uh, fabulous lies. Yes. Acquitted does not mean so- nothing happened it means that a jury cannot find you guilty. That there's right. not enough substantial evidence to, to find you guilty. To make
1: a decision at all.
0: Right. So, so whether yeah. it did or did not happen... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You cannot say. It's still really, really bad publicity if you're trying to sell a movie. Right. Especially Which, a movie that was
1: just a few months ago a critical darling.
0: Not only that, it was the, one of the highest paid at Sundance by Fox Searchlight. And now they're trying to scramble to do damage control. Yeah. Because this award this movie might not even see theaters now. No.
1: It might not even and I bet like a couple months ago, this was probably Oscar favorite this year. Yep. Bye bye, Oscar. This thing's not getting a nominated for a
0: single thing. You think it's that bad? Yeah, I think this is that bad. This is a PR nightmare. What if I told you that in the movie there is also a rape scene. Yeah. In the movie that's
1: not helping its case. That is not helping its case at all in twenty sixteen. Yes. No. Yeah. This, this thing is not getting nominated for
0: nothing. You think it's just? It's just. I think this thing is dead, dead. in the water.
1: I think that this is. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's a PR nightmare. And I even
0: though this happened 2008, 2012, we're talking years ago. Even matter. though it's now coming around to light, doesn't matter. Or media is now picking it up for clicks bait, for clicks and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a hearts and minds game.
1: If people. If, if people hear enough about this, which they already have, yes, no one's going to care about this movie.
0: Well, I don't think people are going to care about it anyways. They're going to be one of those 12 Years a Slave things where, oh sure, I saw it, even though yeah. I didn't. But at least 12 Years a Slave didn't have something like this
1: stigmatic about it, and was you could see 12 Years a Slave and be ac- actually able to see it and not feel guilty about it. Alex? This is true. <laughs> yes. This is certainly true, but I feel like this is a slightly different situation because Woody Allen hasn't existed in the movie business. Or, sorry, Woody Allen has existed in the movie business forever. Oh, this, guy, like, this guy is relatively a new Relatively cover. brand new, yes. But the layman, the average movie viewer, will have not have heard his name before. Forever. Except in
0: tabloids like this. Exactly.
1: man, that's a good point, because none, nobody really knows who this guy is. Yep. The, whereas that's the difference is because there's no familiarity and there's no track record. It's going to be harder to get audiences to see. It's hard for
0: people to say, "Oh, but he makes such great movies." Right. There's no, oh. there's
1: nothing. There's no other example to prop up against his personal life. Everybody's just going to say, "Oh, well, he's the guy who did that thing."
0: It's not like people are going to say Tom Cruise is crazy, but goddamn, his movies are great. So yeah. it's going to be more like a, it's be more like a Mel Gibson thing. Where yeah. he was goes on anti-Semitic rant, and then career just shuts down.
1: Or, like last week, uh, or uh, what, I was, what I was going to talk about on the podcast this week that uh, made me angry. The fact that Entertainment Weekly did a feature on Hugh Grant a oh. couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's like, did everybody suddenly forget about Hugh Grant? The Huge Grants? Like, like, this is not a guy you can just do a feature on in 2016. Wait a while. What to Hugh Grant? Oh, Hugh Grant's kind of a messed up dude. Google it like trust me look up look up I, uh, the w- okay. wikipedia I kind of for Hugh Grant feel the same way about Jared
0: Leto <laughs> yeah no, no. Uh, yes Jared
1: yes. Leto is also yeah, kind of a messed up pro. Like, everybody yes. forgets about how horrible he is no, the, no. The, the, but there's an easy way of just being able, like there's an easy way to just telegraph how terrible uh, Jared Leto is and it's just saying the words 30 seconds to Mars <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: i saw him it's in concert though. I slapped his hand. That's my go-to.
1: It's like, wait, you didn't know Jared Leto was horrible? But 30 Seconds to Mars exists. Don't compare 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds I saw them in concert. I'm not not making that a comparison. (laughs) I
0: saw them in concert like two
1: months after he won that Oscar. What, did they play with angels and airwaves or something? (laughs) Uh, No,
0: they played with (laughs) AFI. AFI? Who was it? I was close. They weren't even the headliner. Of course because AFI was the headliner. No. Right? No, who was Lincoln the headliner? Linkin Park was the headliner. Linkin Lincoln... oh, Park.
1: That. Of course it was Linkin Park.
0: Of course I would go to Linkin Park. I love Linkin Park. Bullet
3: Suicide.
0: <laughs> dude, band Bad name. Bad Day.
3: Head Drum Suicide.
1: But but for for gender of, uh, v- 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 g- v- of man <laughs> <laughs> That viral pic that went around today over the internet. That's great, Mike. If you didn't see that, you should. I haven't that seen this. Yes, there's, there's a. What was it? It was outside some sort of, it was outside of a gun store, a gun store yeah. and it was basically saying, "Vagenda like, of manocide." Vo- <laughs> don't vote for beastillery Clinton or something like that. Some sort of terrible Hillary Clinton <laughs> nickname, and then a uh, vagenda of manocide.
0: Beware the the beast there it Hillary is. Clinton. And it's Vagenda of Manocide.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Vagenda and Manocide, our new uh, all
0: all girl hardcore band.
1: <laughs> so good.
0: Right. Anyways, anyways. Okay. Um,
3: this is also the country that <laughs> the, the, the like, one of the front runners for presidential nominee mm. is facing like, I like know. allegations.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. So here we. Which are. Which one? I'll let you find out. <laughs> Yeah, I bet right. you
1: can't guess. Uh, anyways, so
0: right. yeah. Uh, so we're going over time here. I'm going to skip um, <laughs> oh, this dear. next... Uh, well, I'll just give you a quick summary right here. Sure. So because Warner Brothers has seen how well Suicide Squad is doing, yeah, they're going to do another um, team-up movie okay. featuring ca- characters you don't know.
1: Uh, especially me. Yes. Especially I don't it's know. It's
0: called Justice League Dark.
1: Dark. Yep. Okay. Uh, so is this like dark versions of the Justice League, or is this new no, other people? Nope,
0: completely new. So who would care about this movie? Uh, I don't know who care about Suicide Squad, but then yeah, at least you knew like Joker yeah, at least and you Harley knew Quinn. Who the
1: Joker and Harley Quinn are right. That's it though.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna read you off the characters here, and hey, all so right. right. So the story revolves around a team consisting of. <laughs> John Cena. Wait, really? <laughs> no. John uh, Constantine.
1: Who's John Constantine? Is he, is he Constantine of the movie Constantine?
0: With Keanu Reeves? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. John Constantine. So that Constantine. Yes. He leads a group of mysterious, demonic people. Okay. Including Swamp Thing.
1: Okay, I actually have heard of the character Swamp
0: Thing. This Wes
1: Craven Swamp Thing? I mean, apparently there's been several authors. Yes. But yes. Small uh, thing.
0: All right. From here, you go to the no man's land of...
1: Okay. Dead Man. Dead Man. Is he a guy who is dead? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Zatanna. I actually have heard of Zatanna. Okay. She's like a magic lady. Oh, yes. I love the magic lady! <laughs> Alex loves the magic lady. And Etrigan <laughs> oh,
0: the Demon.
1: Wait. Is his, na- is his whole name Etrigan the Demon? Yes. Okay. Entergon the, the demon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're gonna fuck her up though. She's gonna be Harley Quinn esque. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll see. Anyway, those are your five Justice League Dark, where they handle all the dark demonic sure stuff that Justice right. League doesn't want to handle. Sure. Yeah. So, is this their equivalent to Doctor Strange? Um, kind of. I want to say so because
1: you, you, the supernatural kind of yeah stuff. Reminds me of that. In other words, another movie that I will never
0: see. Speaking of, I'm gonna see that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you will. Yep. Anyways. And lastly, we're gonna do a follow up story on our Canadian animators. Okay. So
1: our sausage party. Yep, team. our
0: sausage party team of uh, yes. not being paid. There are. So local Unifor two thousand. Yes, that's a long name. It is a Vancouver based union. Yeah, it is. Representing around twelve hundred media workers whoop, whoop. on Friday filed the complaint against Nitrogen Studios nice. with the British Columbia's Employment Standards Branch. Okay. Now, none of Vancouver's animation studios are currently unionized and the Uniforce stated in a statement that instead of instead of being a union, most animators work via contracts. Right. The issue of Vancouver animation artists having to work long hours and meet deadlines, along with uh, unpaid overtime, it's, it's nothing new. No. No, no. This is why they're able to do cheap animation yes. compared to having people down here in L.A. do it. Right. This is an old story. This is decades old.
1: I remember reading a lot about... Uh, I'm fascinated with this kind of stuff. So right. I've read a lot about the Disney uh, anime, an, uh, history of the Disney Animation Studio... Back in the 70s and 80s, when Disney wasn't doing so hot in animation, there was a lot of talk about them unionizing, but it never happened. Right. Because Disney's contracts were so weird. So, yeah, animators have been contract workers since animation has been invented. It's a terrible system, and it definitely, it's not in the best interests of animators. But I feel like they're never going to unionize just because of the way the studios just have these iron grips around them.
0: hmm But, yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's depressing.
0: Well... In British Columbia, um, they've long worked uh, to organize local animators explaining workplace rights under the Providence's Employment Standards and Regulations. However, there's been a long-standing complaint that it's been designed for animation artists and 3D artists. However, under British Columbia's Employment Standards, Mm -hmm. these guys are classified as High technology professionals. Okay. So that's how they get around to calling them animators and uh-huh. doing the animation and yeah. pay and regulations and stuff. They're
1: not rated at, basically they're not artists, they're tech, tech people.
0: Right. They're high tech yeah, professionals. Which is not at all equivalent. No. No. I'm a high tech professional. Yes. Yes, you are. I'm I, not an artist. <laughs> you could make an argument that I am as
1: well. Well, you work with support. high tech. Yes. Yes. I'm doing tech support now, so I would be as well. So it's like, it's not the same as a creative art. No. And it shouldn't be treated the same.
0: Right. Great. No, though, these are artists who yes. deserve yes every bit of credit they're getting. Absolutely. They should get. Yes. Well, they're not getting right now, but they should. They definitely yeah. deserve it.
1: Well, so it's a work in progress, essentially. Yes. They're
0: trying. It's a work in progress. They are getting the government involved, and hopefully something good will come of this yeah. and won't die down in a media story. The good news overall here is that, at least in America, this is getting a little better.
1: Um, after the Pixar buy... Um, Disney's animators have been better paid. Right. Um, they be- and have better uh, a better relationship. Things probably largely part to John Lasseter. Um, right. Because he
0: runs both studios. So at
1: least we know the biggest animation studio in the country is at least making some changes. As for the rest, yeah, it's a tough business, and hopefully we'll see change changes. Especially, and this even goes to effect studios. I mean, yes. On this very podcast, especially early on, we talked a lot about effect studios. Yep. Not being paid for their work correctly either, and just not getting credited. It's yeah. the same. It's really all in the same. Yeah. Animators and effects studios.
0: Something needs to happen. Yep. Because this is just a disaster. We we take all these effects for granted, and we do. Yep. And they're in almost every the, movie now. Literally every movie. If you like, don't think it's in the movie, yeah. it's in the movie.
1: Like it's crazy how like how different it is seeing um, an action movie. And then seeing a not-action movie, like, like a rom-com or something. Yes. Because the credits go from, like, 15 minutes to 5 minutes. <laughs> it's crazy. It blew my mind the last yeah. time I saw a movie without effects. I was like, wait, the credits are already over? I'm you so said through used the credits? To, <laughs> I'm so used to there being, like, 10 different animation studios that right. worked on this effect. So it's like,
0: yeah, it's just weird now. It's, everything is just weird now with effects. All right. Right, and we're gonna and lastly for movies, yes. It is the end of August, which means it is the end of summer, mm. and so summer season for movies goes from the first week of May, which we had Captain America: Civil War, Yay. all the way to this past weekend, which we had Kubo of the Two Strings, so
1: and War Dogs. So, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about best and worst. Uh,
0: well, I'm, I'm gonna talk about studios. Okay.
1: Because right. obviously we know Disney is the big winner here.
0: Yep, that's what I have here. Disney mm-hmm. dominates, even though it only had uh, four movies coming out this summer. All four
1: of them had ridiculous success and ridiculous legs. Yep.
0: Captain America, Civil War. Did really well. 744 million domestic. And 1.15 international. Yeah,
1: and not to, not, not to belittle this, also a critical darling. Yes. Which is, which is a rare combo
0: for summer movies, but yep. yes,
1: it definitely achieved it.
0: Yep, with a $250 million budget, i say it definitely earned its money back. Plus. Next up, uh, second best movie for Disney would be Finding Dory.
1: Right, which was expected to do well, but I think still outperformed what was expected of it.
0: Yeah, 478 domestic, 916 international, so it didn't be... quite hit that, in a, that, in that uh, million dollar yeah, mark. I guess not. It's going to fall short no matter what. There's yeah, no way so, it's going to huh? hit another 80. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. But yeah, still, not bad. Not bad yep. at all.
0: And then we got uh, two movies. You probably forgot the word by Disney. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Did not forget about <laughs> it, but it does exist. Uh, so, only $77 million domestic, but made it up in the international box office, almost hitting $300 million. Okay. So made its money there in the international. Yeah. And then the BFG, sadly, their are dark blemish. Yeah, yeah, not so great. Sorry, Spielberg. Spielberg did, did not deliver. Nope. Fifty three billion. Uh, domestic, 141 international.
1: Which again, I think this ends the Spielberg as a tentpole release yep. thing. I think that's done. If he's gonna if he's gonna have a comeback, it's gonna be on a smaller budget, and it's gonna be a critical darling. It's not gonna be a box office smash. He's not a box office guy anymore.
0: I think this is gonna severely affect Ready Player One. I agree.
1: I think Ready Player One is not gonna be the the tentpole that they want it Especially to be Especially
0: since he has Mark Rylance coming back for yeah. Ready Player One. Also, also, I hate to tell
1: you guys this, Ready Player One is not a good story. No, it's not. It's it a bunch of sucks. 80s
0: references yes. thrown into a book. Into of a some, book. Yes.
1: It kind of sucks, guys. Just letting you know ahead of time before you see that movie. Don't get ex- too excited for it. Yep.
0: It you sounds should. great. The story sounds, sounds great. great. Yes. But, great concept. yeah. But, yeah. It that's falls not, short. That's not great. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Have fun. Yep, have fun. Uh, Next studio, okay. Next studio we're going to go to is over at Fox, who had a difficult time. Oh God, okay. this
1: year has been a roller coaster ride for them. Yep, mostly <laughs> a really, really tall climb and then an absolute drop.
0: So they started off pretty well with X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, oh, uh, 155 domestic. But made up an in international with five hundred forty-two million. That movie was not very good. No, it's not really good. <laughs> <laughs> but totally made up for it in the international. Yeah. Oh, by the way, when I mean international, I mean overall. Yeah. It's a total accumulation. Right. Uh, second biggest moneymaker for them was. Any guesses?
1: I have no idea. Independence Day. All right. Two. Been, that happened. Yep. Man, there's been so many movies that just underperformed this summer.
0: Oh, this movie was just all underperforming. Because all of them were yeah. tentpole remakes. It's, yeah, it was remakes, remakes and sequels. sequels, yes. Just,
1: most of them just did not work.
0: I mean, well, Disney, three out of their four were sequels. But. Fox, one, two, three out of their four are sequels.
1: But you have to keep in mind, what are these sequels to? And in Disney's case... There were sequels to properties that actually people, some, some people actually care about. Whereas Independence Day came out in
0: 1996. Yep. And it's been 20 years since it's been relevant. Well, according to their tagline, they've also had 20 years to prepare. Yes, yes. They, they did have 20
1: <laughs> years to prepare. It's still underperformed, yep. so there you go. Uh,
0: then you have Ice Age Collision Course. Yeah. That thing fell like a rock. Yeah. 60 million domestic. Three hundred and fifteen international.
1: Exactly, it made up all its money internationally, which is what I said it was going to yep. do. That being said, it's still probably the worst performing Ice Age movie. Good thing that that thing's done. That yep. franchise is finished now, yep. so we won't see another one of those.
0: And lastly, for Fox, they had Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that really thing. Like that yeah, I saw a little bit of it. I wasn't impressed. But mm-hmm. then again, I only saw like maybe twenty minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, forty-five million. Where made Boswitz money? Yeah. Out of a sixty four million dollar total haul. Okay. Not it, terrible, but not it broke great. even. Yeah. Let's put it that way, it broke even. Wow, that was a big budget for a comedy movie. Yeah. Thirty three million?
1: Yeah, that's that's too much. Yep. For that movie. <laughs> yep. Is it just is it well, stars?
0: No, all of it is all set in Hawaii, that's why.
1: Oh, okay. Location shit. Yep, location that's why.
0: That'll do. It. Yep. <laughs> Alright, uh I'm gonna save Warner for last because they're an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Uh Paramount. <laughs> yes. Paramount had only two movies come out this summer. Yeah. Name those two movies. God, um shoot, what was Paramount? Uh I'll give you a hint. One was animated. Uh they did the Well, live action animated. What? <laughs> Their big hit of the summer was Teenage Mutant Ninja oh. Turtles Out of the Shadows. count as animated. <laughs> okay, you're right. they real-life turtles. <laughs> yes, they're actual turtles.
1: <laughs> actual Ninja Turtles. Don't you know that? I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, yes, I forgot that existed.
0: Yep. Only 81 million uh, domestic, but as most movies, International is where it's at, 239 million. Okay. That works. Uh, surprisingly, that only... I didn't even make it break even. One hundred thirty-five million it cost to make that thing. Wow. Didn't even break even. Wow. It's expensive. Yep. And then again, the other movie didn't break even either. Yeah. And that was Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. Should have probably done better than it did. It should have. Only one hundred forty-seven domestic. Yeah. And only a <laughs> two hundred thirty-one in total. Mm. Out of a one hundred eighty-five million-dollar budget. That's lousy. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's really lousy.
0: Paramount's going to get a big shakeup. Then again, they only had two movies, so they didn't really have anything to. Yeah, it's maybe pitch they just behind. didn't
1: have stuff on the docket. Like maybe they're f- f- saving their 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 assault for the fall. Oh,
0: you saw how packed it was this year. I yeah. mean, don't blame them.
1: Yeah, competition was crazy. But then again, that's why everybody failed too. Yeah, complica- competition. Everyone started eating large. each other. Yeah. Yep. Exactly.
0: I know. Don't you no hate bath- when that happens? No <laughs> no bad salts
1: needed. It's just like sausage party. Yeah. <laughs> not like that at all, actually.
0: And then uh, we have uh, Sony we Summer. <laughs> Want to talk about Sony? Ah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we all have right. to. All right. So, their big hit was Angry Birds the movie. Yeah,
1: which uh, yeah
0: did pretty well. Yep. uh 107 million domestic, 346 total haul, internationally. Yeah. Which is great off a seventy three million dollar budget. Yeah, that thing was looked too good for its own good.
1: Yeah, it seemed like it was a more quality product than I think any of us gave it a chance. Yeah, for so. and uh, I yeah. guess
0: that's what I made all
1: the money. I mean, yeah, that's what you get when you get a former uh, peak Simpsons writer to do your screenwriting
0: for. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they should have someone write better for Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah. Well, no, the script was not in Ghostbusters' problem. No. Uh, the budget was
0: Ghostbusters' problem. Yes, 144 million dollar budget. Yeah, only made 124 domestic and 208
1: in total. Yeah, that's not great. They didn't. They messed up on the budget of that movie. That could have been a way cheaper movie to make.
0: Yep. And lastly, summer's actually big winner is The Shallows. All right. Only 54 million domestic, 84 in total, off a of 17 budget. Not bad. That's great. That's a great return. Yeah. Because there's only like one person in it. Yes. <laughs> that shark. <laughs> the CG shark. Dead shark, though. And hey, you have to pay for a wardrobe for it. <laughs> oh, accurate. Yep. Also, Blake Lively, don't have to pay for a wardrobe for her either.
1: Yeah, because she's barely wearing it.
0: Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways.
1: Yep. All the trailers, is like the director just loves her butt. Like, half of that trailer is freaking her butt. I'm sorry,
0: do you not love her butt?
1: <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm not saying anything
0: about her butt. just saying. All right. And, uh, let's... Okay. <laughs> Next up, uh, the penultimate is Universal Studios. Or as I call them, Universal Sustainable. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They um, gotta
1: just tread water.
0: They basically did. Um The big hit was Secret Life of Pets. You're right, which... I've had unbelievable legs up until this week. Three hundred and forty-seven million domestic. I don't get domestic. It. I don't get
1: that. I, why did anybody see that movie? Why did anybody see that movie again?
0: Six hundred and seventy-four oh. internet total uh, off a seventy-five million-dollar budget. Uh,
1: it just pisses me off so much. It made like six
0: times its budget. Four. Eh, your or no, 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 you're right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's terrible I don't know how but at least they they need that money to substitute for Warcraft
1: yeah which did not do as well
0: well it didn't do well here didn't it even hit 50 made up a national oh trying to help that thing a whole lot which we knew it would yeah 433 international
1: that's the kind of silly yeah that that's the kind of fantasy movie that works yep overseas because there's no American trace on it yep it's not about America it's just this fictional fantasy world, these fictional ca- fantasy characters that any any culture can understand, uh, get and uh, like uh, uh, apply their beliefs onto. Right. So, it, which, off yeah, a
0: 160 action. million dollar budget, making 433. To borrow a term um, from a book I read once,
1: it has no cultural odor. Yeah. Yes, because yeah, that's the problem. Um, it, the book I am referring to was talking specifically about Japanese anime. Okay. how originally one of the reasons why anime didn't take hold in other countries was because of, quote,
0: cultural odor, unquote. Is this when they started, like, making them more blonde and S- yes, more Yes, that's why American. anime
1: characters are not necessarily Japanese. They're designed to look generic. Right. They're designed to look global. And the reason is that is to avoid, quote, cultural odor. Right.
0: In fact. I think we talked about that off the podcast. We may have. We may have talked yeah. about that off the uh, podcast. Uh next up, uh, for Universal was Neighbors Two. Yes. Fifty five million, hundred and seven total. Yes. No budget on this, but I suspect twenty five. Mm-hmm. I mean thirty three for Mike and Dave, so
1: Yeah, I mean it's gotta be somewhere around twenty.
0: Yeah, so that's a that's a positive for them. Good. And lastly, their money maker. Yeah. The thing that costs the cheapest to make and makes a whole lot of money. Yep. Purge 3.
1: Right. Anarchy. Because, again, horror movies. Yep. They're cheap.
0: 75, $79 million total, uh, <laughs> domestic? Yeah, yeah. It crossed $102 million. Yep, I bet it did. Off a $10 million budget. Ten times it way back. It oh, God. It goes
1: to show you, you, if you crank out those little cheap little movies... And release them at the right time of the year. Yeah. It's moneymaker.
0: Yep. I mean, it's low risk, high reward. So expect a fourth purge. Oh, easily. Easily. Especially if Trump becomes president. (laughs) (laughs) Expect it in real life. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Now we're going to get to Warner Brothers. Uh, The reason I say Warner Brothers for last is because Warner Brothers is actually split into two divisions. There's Warner Brothers The Head Company, and then there's Warner uh, Warner Brothers Pictures, and -hmm. then there's Warner Brothers New Line.
1: Right. New Line is technically under the Warner umbrella, but it operates independently, right? Right.
0: Yeah. But because they're both under Warner's, might as well just rip them all in one big movie burrito. Yep. Mm, Movie burrito. And the reason I say this is because (laughs) Warner Brothers The Studios did lousy we yeah uh yeah. the Warner's whimpers here i'm going to take
1: a am going to turn on the light off all
0: right so Warner Brothers biggest hit was Suicide Squad even though it came out late in the year 264 million dollars domestically 577 current total will only go higher
2: yeah
0: off a of 175 million dollar budget plus advertising so clearly they swung for the fences they hit a home run Even though people and critics are panning it, they don't care they made their money. Right, exactly. Same thing that happened with Batman earlier in the year. Yep. These things make money. Yeah, they don't care. They just make their money. They have a good return on investment. That's all they care about.
1: They make so much money in the pre sale, even. Yep. Before the thing even comes out, it's profitable. Yep. It's crazy.
0: Uh, Their other profitable movie was Legend of Tarzan. Right, surprisingly, out of literally nowhere. Out of nowhere, that movie did okay. One hundred twenty-five domestic, three hundred fifty-two in total. So it doubled doubled its its gross
1: internationally, which is crazy.
0: Yep, and one hundred eighty million dollars budget. So that thing broke even. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. And lastly, we have nice the nice guys. Right, yeah. So this was also a solely Warner Brothers joint. Uh, this is the Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe movie, Shane Black directed, Buddy right, Cop. Yeah. Only did uh, $36 million. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was a bad time for a
0: comedy. Well, it was a weird marketing scheme because true. It's, it set it up as a comedy, but also as like a murder mystery. Mm so they wanted to get that kiss kiss bang bang action going. Also Shane Black. Yep. But again didn't know how to market that thing.
1: Yeah, and also I don't think that's a summer movie. No. I think they, they released it thinking it was, but no, I think that would that would thrive in like a February.
0: Yep. That's a spring movie. They just they just
1: waited too long.
0: Yeah, well they could not really they wanna put it out in March because Superman. Yeah. April was kinda of dead for them, so they put it out in mid May and then just float it on. Yeah. Yeah,
1: summer's just too competitive for a movie like that.
0: Yeah, well, so Warner Brothers, eh? of Suicide Squad, not nothing, nothing basically. really. Yeah. Which is why New Line's here to save the day. Okay, good. Yep. So their top earner was The Conjuring Two,
1: again, horror movies. Yep,
0: <laughs> hundred that uh, uh, broke a hundred uh, million dollars, domestic three nineteen international, forty million budget, mm-hmm. horror movies. Second biggest earner was Central Intelligence. Right. The uh, Dwayne Johnson's Kevin Hart movie. $127 million, 210 domestic. Yeah, not bad. 50 budget. Then we have Me Before You. I forgot this kit. This was a summer release. I also
1: forgot this was a summer release. Oh my god, that movie. 50, uh,
0: $196 million international. Off a $20 million budget. Well. Holy shit. No accounting for taste. <laughs> And lastly, their big earner is Lights Out. Right again, again horror movie. <laughs> Cheap to make, five million dollars. Yeah, big on return, hundred and ten million dollars total. We should run a new uh, a new segment. What movie is being promoted
1: on Snapchat this week? <laughs> because I feel like that's a direct line to how well a movie's going to do now. <laughs> like every movie that's been promoted on frickin' Snapchat has done okay. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. The lights-out filter, apparently.
0: Yep. So, in total... <laughs> in total, these movies, bunch of repeats. Yeah. A lot of horror. I mean, cheap to make. Great for Returns. Then again, I don't want to see just a whole bunch of horror movies in the... Not really, no. No. I know Alex would, wouldn't mind that. I <laughs> do. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... This yeah, whole summer, summer thing... It's a weird summer. Weird summer. It started off strong, and then just, like... By July, it just it all a, tapered out. It was a cruel, cruel, cruel summer. summer. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore.
1: <laughs> it's a horror. All
0: right. The horror. Movies are done. Movies are Move done. Move on. Television. All right, television. Well, the Olympics are finally over. Those <laughs> are over, too. So sad to see them go. Yep. Final medal count. Who do you think won? Us. Of course. Us. Duh. 121
1: total medals. Wasn't even close this year. (laughs) Whereas at least in 2012, I feel like China was like neck and neck with us the entire time. This time, it wasn't even a contest. We were so
0: way ahead of everybody. 121 total medals. Yeah. 46 of them were gold. That's a lot. Second place was Great Britain. Yeah. 67 total medals. Good to see them go. 27 of them were gold. Yeah, good to see them doing well. And third was China with twenty six gold, mm-hmm. uh, but seventy total medals. Yeah. Russia, with, is it? Oh, it says Russia, uh, Russia with nineteen gold and fifty six total medals. Mm-hmm. And coming in fifth place was Germany, with seventeen golds and forty two total medals. Mm, sounds about right.
2: Yeah. Okay,
0: your top individual medalists yeah. were. Take a guess. Well, um, I don't know. Who told me? Come on, there's got to be one right at the top of your head. Michael Phelps. Yes. The man. The man. The, the fish. The fish. The legend. The legend. <laughs> yeah, I literally going to say that. <laughs> wow. Five golds <laughs> and one silver. Yeah. Brings his total gold medal count to twenty-eight or twenty-three out of twenty-eight medals, which is
1: ridiculous, <laughs> which is absolutely bonkers. That is almost as many gold medals as some countries in the top five received. This one Olympics.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. If Michael Phelps was a country...
1: He would have more medals than most countries. He would be the
0: number three... Yes. Number four country. That's crazy. He is a country. Winning 23 out of 28 gold. Ugh. Uh, crazy. Second uh The other big winner was Katie Ledecky with four golds and a silver. Then you have Simone Biles. Right. Simone Biles, not one word.
1: Yes, Simone Simone Biles. (laughs)
0: Yes, with four golds and one bronze. Ooh, bronze. Oh, come on. I know. Like, I could do any of that. I was going to say,
1: you try to get bronze in the Olympics and anything, and I'll then get it. The closest
0: I get to bronze at the Olympics is tanning on the beach.
1: (laughs) See what you did there.
0: Yeah. All right. And, of course, Usain Bolt. Only one, yes, Insane Bolt. Only won three golds, but this is his third straight Olympics winning three golds in both the 100, the 200, and the 4x1 relay. Or four yeah. by one hundred relay. So this this definitively make Usain Bolt the fastest man on land for now. I guess so. For now. For now. Until he's pushed out. Yep. Anything like I told you. Whenever he gets dethroned is when he'll stop running. Mm-hmm. And doesn't look like anytime soon because there's literally that picture of him, like a cartoon race looking back. <laughs> Or turning and smiling at the camera while everyone else is in like a blurry moji, just standing still, like haha. <laughs> yes, uh, other uh, Olympics uh, fun stuff that happened was the best name ever, Katie Thrasher, winning the first gold. Yeah. Or, sorry, Ginny Thrasher, Virginia Thrasher. Yes, Virginia Thrasher. Yes, best name ever. <laughs> um, the 50 year old Frenchman. Winning the horse competition, right? Horse jumping, being the oldest person to win a gold medal, right? And oh, uh, Brazil finally won gold in soccer, right? <laughs> thanks to the leg of Neymar. Yep. Michael Phelps was the Sith in <laughs> Phelps face. Hashtag Phelps face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to talk about Ryan Lochte? <laughs> and uh, lastly. <laughs> Ryan Lochte. I, oh, Lord. And the end of Ryan Lochte as a anything. Anyone, anybody cares about. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, what are your overall thoughts on the games?
1: Uh, I thought they were entertaining. I felt like there was a, a whole lot of swimming. I felt like there was too much swimming. I don't know. At least compared to previous years, it just felt like there was just such a, the swimming just took forever. I was just so tired of it by the end. And not enough of what I wanted to see. Like, they put their archery at the very, very beginning of the games, and in the very, very early morning. And so I didn't get to see, like, most of it, and it was all over by the time I cared about it. You know? It's like, none of the stuff that I care about in the uh, Summer Olympics is ever in primetime.
0: Well, because there's hardly yeah. ever a yeah. U.S. team yeah. for them to show. It's depressing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, well, overall, overall,
1: I think they were entertaining. I'll what I did the, see was entertaining, for sure. I'll talk about the broadcasting
0: <laughs> a bit here. Yeah. But, uh, overall, yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, I forgot to mention that um, U.S. Volleyball. Lost. No longer the Golden Girls. No,
1: they took uh, bronze. Bronze,
0: yep. Brazil took the yeah, top Brazil one there. Brazil was gold this year, which is fine. Yeah. They weren't even seeded. No, they weren't seeded number one. They were like five. Year, so it's
1: made sense. Yeah. But that being said, it was, you know, it was tougher competition this
0: week. It seemed like this it. This week, wow. This, this year. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. These past two weeks. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I enjoyed the games because I was able to watch them live streaming. However, I do feel sorry for anyone who was not, like you, yeah. able to watch them. Well, because I'm gone, I'm working during the day, so I can't watch anything live. I know. And even if, yeah. if you did record anything, you would you know the results before right. you
1: even get a chance to see them. Yeah. It's true. So it's like, it, you know, it's just the way that it's delivered is not ideal. Mm-hmm. But, hey, wake me up when it's uh, 20, 20, 2018 and uh, there's the Canadian curling team again, and I'll <laughs> totally watch. We'll
0: wake we'll you up in 2024 when the Olympics are back here in L.A. Oh, right. Well, if that happens. It's it's more likely than not going to happen. Oh, that's scary. Yes. I don't want that to happen. Can you but,
1: imagine the traffic? Oh, Yeah. I can't,
0: I don't even want to deal with that. But for now, we have the 2020 games to look forward to. And that means right. during the closing ceremonies, right. when they handed the torch off... There was
1: Mario. Yes, Mario <laughs> appeared. <laughs> there was a lot of video game and anime. Yes. And man, Japan is really proud of those two things for their cultural exports, which makes sense. But yeah. still, I was kind of caught off guard by how heavy they went with the video game and anime stuff.
0: I'm waiting for a new... G lighter commercial to come on for the Olympic. Olympic. Yes! Yes, I forgot about this. The G lighter. G! So A, B, C, G, E, F, yes. G! Oh my God. On A, on A. G, G, G. I
1: want that lighter to show up. On the soccer field.
0: Just G in the background. G! <laughs> Ganji! Bunji. So great. Yes. yes. It's the best thing. It's the best commercial ever. <laughs> the best. I want one. I don't
1: even smoke, but I want one.
0: That's awesome. I want one. Yes, I can't wait for Japanese commercials A-G. to invade you everyone. Can't buy
1: it with U.S. dollars. It's I only know. available in yen. You can convert your PayPal to end. I should not have drank this beer on an empty stomach. <laughs> all right, all right.
0: But yes. Uh, anyways, closing ceremonies. <laughs> Mario showed up, yes. and, and Japan. Pipe. Yep. And Japan did for everyone what I expected them to do, which was augmented reality. Yeah. For everyone at home, they and were holograms. Was, yep. Holograms, augmented AR, and it looked great. I can only expect it to get even better Those in the upcoming four years. Are going to be
1: ridiculous.
0: Yep. But you won't know until four more years. I expect full on holograms and maybe VR vision. I won't
1: know until I'm 30 years old.
0: This is true. That's scary. Let's this not talk scary. about this anymore. Okay. Move on. Move on. So, um, let's talk about what NBC thought of the games.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, they called this. Yes. Right before the games, didn't the one dude say, hey, millennials suck, so nobody's going to watch this thing? And sure enough, that totally panned out, regardless of what
0: actual millennials did. So you're talking about CEO Steve Burke. (laughs) Yeah. CEO of NBC. And um, he actually predicted this, quote-unquote, nightmare way back in June. Whatever. So his official quote is, it's a nightmare when we wake, quote, we wake up someday and the ratings are down 20%. If that happens, my prediction would be that millennials had been in a Facebook bubble or a Snapchat bubble and the Olympics have come and they didn't even know it.
1: Okay. Okay, first of all, there are no millennials on Facebook anymore. I'm going to put I'm going to put that out there. He's more right you with are Snapchat. The only not on That's not even true. Anyways. Anyways,
0: this is funny because there was an NBC Snapchat for the Olympic Games that gave you updates. But that doesn't
1: matter. He's trying to prove a dumb point and he's using the one scapegoat he can think about. Yep. When in reality, it's just that, hey, dude, hey, NBC, just letting you know, streaming exists. Yep. The internet exists. People are going to choose the option that's going to be the easiest for them. Turns out people want to see things live now that the internet allows them to do that. So the streaming choices are going to be used way more often than the live primetime viewer. Like we talked about last week, the primetime viewer is different from the person who wants to view the events live. Right. The, view, the person who wants to view, view the events live is going to be your sports fan. It's going to be your active person. It's going to be your person who's busy during the day. It's not the person who is going to tune in to your primetime show at 8. The person who is going to, turn to tune in to that show at 8 is going to be the older demographic. It's going to be the person who is in their 50s or 60s, has cable television still,
0: and who is tuning in to television. Funny enough you said their 50s and 60s because they had a 17% drop in the 18 to 48 demographics. Because of course they did. Those yeah.
1: are the people who are going to watch online.
0: Yes, those are your cable cutters. I'm a weird cutters.
1: exception to this rule. You are the I weird exception. Last week. But that should. But I'm, again, there's always an exception that proves the rule. Right. I mean, in this case... I'm, uh, I'm not the example here. The example is you. And yes. you're not going to bother with events
0: that have already occurred. Right. Because you know what happens. I so, already have the alert. I already have Twitter. I already have ESPN. They have their own NBC Olympics app exactly that gave you. me mm-hmm.
1: updates when there was a,
0: a medal. Yeah, I did the app in 2012 as well. Yeah. What whatever a medal happened, I got the alert from NBC saying, hey – This thing happened. This guy won gold. So basically, NBC,
1: instead of complaining about nobody watching about your primetime coverage, just accept the future. Accept what you're doing is you're allowing your audience to have multiple choices. Right. You're giving options to your to your consumers. Incentivize those options, and then it won't matter how many people are watching your primetime feed.
0: But here's the reason why they. They are. They do matter. and They do care about who's Years watching. Of ad sales, I know. Yes, because two weeks ago, before we started the Olympics, like right before we started, we talked about NBC selling out all of their ad space. Oh, by the way, if you're paying attention, that was Hillary Clinton who bought the ad space during the true. Olympics. That's true. Because of course they did. But again,
1: that's then the onus is in the hands of the ad people, right?
2: No they no, that's all know, in marketing
1: well again, yes, that's what I'm saying is that marketing needs to realize that their dollars are better spent spread across, not necessarily just in the primetime viewers.
0: but here's the thing though is that even when I was watching it streaming, they would purposely not show the u s team during the gymnastics because it would force you to watch it for their prime time, what? and I hated it so they're trying
1: they're trying they're trying, they're trying that's the thing all you can really say about stuff like this is that the content creators have to incentivize you to do the thing they want you to do and this is across the board this is television this is movies this is video games if you want somebody to focus their your attention on one thing and not something else that's easier to use you have to incentivize you have to incentivize your viewer you have to incentivize the consumer because otherwise they're going to go to the path of least resistance other If if it's easiest for someone to go to the web stream, watch it, they're going to choose that nine times out of ten Yep. in that 18 to 48 demographic. No matter what, NBC, like all the content creators, have to incentivize the thing that they want to be most successful, and they're just not doing it right now.
0: But do you think they'll get it done in the next four years? No. Do you think they have to get it no, done? No,
1: because... It all, it's, so, it's, it's so built into the DNA of what broadcast television is. And what the broadcast television networks don't understand, or maybe they do understand it, but maybe they just don't know how to utilize it, is that they don't have the advantage anymore. They're just so used to having the advantage, because they did for decades, that they just don't know how to react to the Internet. Still, Still. We're 20 years into having the Internet being a mainstream thing. Yes. 20 years this year. And the broadcast networks still don't know how to make their product better than the internet product. They
0: have the money to do it. They, they just, just don't have... don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. Their point is we will have to wait until the executives at these networks... Age are out? Of, yeah. the age out. ...are of the generation to understand how the the young people's brains work. Because right now, they don't. They don't have any idea. They're just... Throwing stuff at the walls to see what sticks. It's just an ancient technology in comparison, and they just don't know how to adapt yet.
0: Like Superstore. Yes, exactly. It's just like Superstore. <laughs> the, the, all those ads. Did anybody watch that thing? We watched that thing. Did, was it? Oh, no, no, we didn't watch the Olympic no, thing. the Olympic one. No, we didn't watch it. Did anybody watch, the... watch that? I don't know. We, I know we didn't. <laughs> Because I was like,
1: by the time that the closing ceremony, like, we didn't even last throughout the closing ceremony. No. We're like, we're,
0: we bailed. As soon as they were <laughs> done, no, we, we lasted through it. But as soon as <laughs> they finished with Tokyo, they passed it on, and I was like, we don't need to watch this anymore. the, the as soon as he said the words, he officially declared yeah. these games closed, we were out of there.
1: It's like, there's no reason. It's like, what else is there to offer here? Yeah. and
0: Yeah, so there was no reason to stick around for Superstore. Nope. Oh, it wasn't a Superstore? It was um, the Voice, which was immediately oh, following. Right. That's it, what it was. With the new judges, which we talked about way before everyone else yeah. talked about
1: it. So again, yeah, they the, there's there's probably a solution out there. I'm not the person who has it, but somebody will have it, and that'll happen someday. But I do not think it'll be before the 2020 Olympics.
0: Okay, but NBC has these this uh, this Olympic contract through 2038. Unfortunately, that is true. Fortunately, Bob Costas has to survive that long. He's probably not going to. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. What? Uh, I don't think we'll there Another have... 18 years?
1: No, probably not. No. We're not going to have Tom Brokaw uh, equivalent Bob Costas still around.
0: Uh, uh But yeah, anyways. Will Morgan um, Freeman still be doing the Visa voice? Probably. Morgan he...
1: Freeman is invincible. He does not die. <laughs> he will not die. If Morgan Freeman dies, the world dies with him. i saying that right here.
0: <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Matt. Anyways, that's it. Anyways. Yep, that's stop talking
1: it. about them. Until yep. 20, 2018, while we're talking about them again.
0: Yep. Well, let's stick with NBC, because they announced something that we already knew. Well, right. I say we, because we called this way back in uh, during the summer. Uh, that the new Celebrity Apprentice will be featuring the host of, do you remember? I do. Okay.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Will be the host.
0: The Donald is out and the Terminator is in.
1: Which is just really replacing one awful politician with another awful politician in my mind, but
2: that's okay.
0: Well, well, as long as I bring this up... It's because, one, we covered it. Two, they finally shot a promo for it for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. And three, NBC chairman Robert Greenblatt said, quote, about about Donald Trump, he would never be back on Celebrity Apprentice as long as I am here. Good. That's good to hear. Yes. Because after that
1: frickin' uh, Donald Trump Saturday Night Live host thing they did last year, which I'm still confused as how that even was allowed to happen. Right. Like, I, I just can't wrap my mind around how anybody involved thought that was a good idea. After that happened, I was definitely concerned that NBC was still playing game with game with him. But I'm glad to hear that.
0: Apparently not. Apparently, yeah. they want him out of NBC and want no longer to do anything. Yeah. However, it should have been the story a year ago. Yeah, however, uh, <laughs> The Celebrity Apprentice is still a good uh, viewership for them.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Because
0: you see a bunch of celebrities fighting with each other.
1: Yeah. If they need reality shows, I guess that's not a bad show. And I guess Schwarzenegger is a lesser plus, of two evils there. Plus, but
0: all the money they raise goes to charity.
1: I'm just kind of shocked that he's been able to recover from his personal drama over the last couple you of years. mean the
0: recent one with the housemate. Yeah, it's
1: like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, again, broadcast television... Yeah. whoever's making the decisions in broadcast television just does not have an eye out or like maybe an ear to the ground about how cultural perception LCD. is
0: taken LCD,
1: Matt that's the
2: thing. LCD
1: like at this point the internet is so wide even the lowest common denominator knows that these things have occurred and so it's like are we really to the point that this doesn't that we don't change care? anything I,
0: I don't know sorry, anyways okay and lastly, with NBC, they announced SNL returning cast members. Thank God. Yep. I want to read you the cast. We have Kate McKinnon. Great. Leslie Jones. Great. Cecily Strong. Great. Keenan Thompson.
1: Uh,
0: Bobby Moynihan. Wait. What? Vanessa Bayer. Wait. 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 Stop. <laughs> what? Keenan's not done. It says Keenan Thompson. Well, I guess he's not done. <laughs> he's not done. Is <laughs> this gonna be his last season? <laughs> Apparently, he's not done. Uh, he needs to make it <laughs> mind.
1: Alright, fine. I'm okay with another
0: season of Keenan. He has the occasional character yep. that works. Um, we can update anchors Colin Jost and Michael Che are back as well as Kyle okay. Mooney, A. D. Bryant, Pete Davidson, Great. Beck Bennett, and Great. Shazir Zameda.
1: Okay, I'm okay with this. Basically, everybody who matters is returning, which is good. Yep. I'm not super thrilled about uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che update. Little However... Big. Um, seeing as there's new head writers Maybe it'll be a better update Right. Though then, that being said Update is traditionally At least traditionally in the history of the show Written by a different, he, diff- uh, different People than the head writers But not when Seth Myers was there Not when Seth Myers was there because Seth Myers was the host Right He just happened to have been we could Update host at the same time as he was head writer Sometimes that doesn't happen In okay. fact, most of the time most it doesn't the time. happen Most of the time it's actually
0: a different team Okay.
1: But we'll see. Hopefully that'll be better than last year's. I didn't really care for update last year.
0: Updates usually the one I look forward to. Y- y-
1: yes, but last year was super disappointing. Yeah. I just I just don't like their the style that they try to do. I don't know. Anyways.
0: And lastly, uh I have this on here. Uh Disney XD is having a new show. Yes. Called Milo Murphy's Law. Okay. It's an animated series that centers on the titular character, Milo Murphy. What was that? Tit titular titular titular. Yes, it titles me. It it does. It titles me. Yes. What's your favorite bird? What's your favorite bird? The
1: word? No, what's your favorite bird? Tit the tit. The tit tit is my favorite bird.
0: The tit is the bird? Tit. Best bird. Okay, sure. Look it
1: up. All right. Actually, don't
0: don't look up bird tits.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what you would forget. I think if you reverse the order of those words, you actually might get what you're looking for. A blue-footed booby. You can also get a blue-footed booby. This is also true. But yeah, maybe maybe have a safe search on when you search these terms.
0: Anyways, uh, Milo Murphy uh, is the title character. Yes. Played by none other than Weird Al Yankovic. Sure. Okay. Whose bad luck is subtly dropped right in front of him on his way, uh, who, his bad luck is genetic. Okay. He's a plucky kid who always expecting the unexpected, hence Murphy's Law. What?
1: Oh. Okay.
0: You know, like having wrecking balls right in front of him. Sure. Cars trying to run him over.
1: You know, this stuff happens all the time. Yep.
0: It sounds stressful, which is why he has his two best friends, Zach and Melissa, Played by Makai Curtis and Sabrina Carpenter. Okay. Uh, Sabrina Carpenter is a veteran D- Disney voice actor. I- okay, sure. Actress. Actor. Uh, as well as a backpack filled with all the stuff he needs to confront daily disasters. Backpack. Yep. Weird Al will contribute original songs. Oh, okay. As well as oh. the lead intro. Okay.
1: Or the title song. Is this a spiritual sequel to the Weird Al show from the late 90s? It
0: feels like it. (laughs) Weird Al, well, one, Weird Al is not back on TV because... Is this hamster in it? I don't know. Or was it a guinea pig? I don't remember. I think it was a guinea pig. Maybe it was a guinea pig. Anyways, there's also a time travel agent involved in this. Great. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Disney (laughs) jumping off the deep end again. It sounds like, hey... At least they're taking chances.
2: Yeah,
1: hey. Animation is the place to do that right now. Yep. You can't really do that with anything else on television. But for some reason, animation, you can literally do whatever the hell you want.
0: Which because is it's amazing. animated. Which is Like amazing. Star vs. The Forces of Evil. You do whatever the oh, hell you want. by the way, is yes. that
1: Steven Universe... Uh, it's still going. Still going. The new episodes are on Thursday nights now.
0: Okay, but they slow down.
1: Right, yes. It's not every night of the week. Okay. It's, going to, it's on Thursday nights right now. So tune in on Thursday.
0: Yeah. From what I saw, I'm really liking it. Steven
1: Universe is a great show. Period. Period. <laughs> <Yeah>, I <like, laughs> don't really have anything else to no, say No, period. So Watch it. Anything else would be spoilers. Yeah. So, yes. Watch it.
0: All right. And so the reason I bring up Milo Murphy's Law is because of Weird Al and because this is going to segue right into Dustin Cancellations. I guess so, yes. Because... The comedy Bang Bang... Is done. ...officially canceled after five seasons. Weird Al could not save it. Nope. So Weird Al was uh, the band leader for this past season. Yeah. Which is also its last. Yep. However, they will still air the final of, uh, second half of season five in October. Yep. Sorry, Weird Al. At least you have uh, Milo Murphy's lot to look forward to. Something, yeah. Yep. Um. Also canceled is the Jim Gaffigan show after two seasons. Yeah. Uh, I
2: don't
1: think anybody was watching that thing.
0: Now, Jim is also the dude that does the Kia commercials, right? I
1: was going to say, yes, he's also in that
0: minivan commercial. Yes. (laughs) So that's probably why I
1: got
0: canceled. Yes, exactly. No, that's not why I got canceled, but at least he has something to fall back on. Yeah. And lastly, Netflix has picked up an eight-episode show from creator Nick Stoller called Friends from College. Okay, what's it about? Friends from College. You don't say. It stars... Uh, people you might actually be interested in seeing: King and Michael Key, okay, Kobe Smolders, o- okay, and Fred Savage. Did not expect the Kobe Smolders. Yeah,
1: Fred Savage.
0: Yeah. All right. So they're friends from college who left college, went off into the fear world, and uh-huh. now they're getting back together. That'll happen. Yep. So eight episodes from creator Nick Stoller. Look for that early next year. Okay. And now we have him to the deaths. Okay. First up is Jack Riley, 80. He was a veteran actor of the Bob Newhart Show. And most notably for us millennials, the voice of Stu Pickles from the Rugrats. All right. Yep. Wow. So Rugrats went off the air like some 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Stu Pickles, no longer with us. Aw, that's it. Yep. And um, we also lost Stephen Hill, ninety-four, veteran TV actor of Law and Order and Mission Impossible. Okay,
2: oh, that's sad too.
0: We also sadly lost Toots Thielemans. Hopefully, I said that wrong. I right. know I did. Uh, ninety-four. He was a jazz harmonica musician. Hmm. The only reason he's on this list is because he did the harmonica theme song. For Sesame Street. Aww. Yeah. That's sad. That's a sad one. And lastly, we have the death of Lou Pearlman. Matt, do you know who Lou Pearlman is?
1: Not by name.
0: I bet you know his work, though. Probably. He, He was only 62 years old. However, he was the producer, manager, and creator of... Such famous bands as Backstreet Boys, In Sync, Oh Wow, New Kids on the Block, and O Town. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: well, three out of four.
0: Yep, and Alex is right.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, because he was sentenced to prison after he was convicted in two thousand eight oh, of a Ponzi scheme and money and Monday laundering. Oh, great, what a guy. Where he died in prison. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. What a life, what a guy. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. What a life. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. All right. And uh those uh, act- those um musicians. we'll, we'll famous into music. We'll get us right into music. So
1: before you do stuff, I have billboard ready. Alright. Billboard. Your hot one hundred has a shake up this week. Is sheep throw still number one? No. What Welcome to your new number one song in the nation, which is Closer by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Oh, God, I hate that song. Yeah, it's not great. I don't like it either. Uh, your number two is still uh, Cheap Pro. Yeah, 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 one spot, Cold Water with Major Lazer and Major Justin Laser? Bieber is your number three. Major Lazer. Heathens by 21 Pilots still has that Suicide Squad bump at number four. Ugh. And This Is What You Came For, Calvin Harris and Rihanna and okay. secretly Taylor Swift it is rounding out your top five at number five. Then your Billboard 200 is also kind of different this week. The album. Number one is still Suicide Squad, the album. Really? It's still sitting on top. Huh. Your number two is still views by Drake, because that thing will not that move. That thing is not moving. Number three and four are brand new debuts this week. Wait, are, wait,
0: we, are people still buying that Drake album? Still buying, or streaming. Uh, my, it's got to be the streaming. God. Well, no, just a second. freaking. Oh, uh, game add and you accidentally can
1: no I didn't click on on jack it's just Billboard's site oh dumb uh, yeah, number three and four are debuts this week okay I pull them up in just a short moment right hey. but
0: it's gotta be the streaming for drake I mean yeah he's been on it for are, six weeks now Fuse seven is weeks popular. is it really that popular I mean is it that popular because it's no longer on title or it was, or all, was it on apple music it was
1: an apple music uh, thing for like two weeks right all right. Which, we'll get into that later. So your number three album is Party Next Door 3 by Party Next Door. Who's Party Next Door? Party Next Door. In no relation to Party over here? Party Next Door, I believe, is an OVO. That's Drake's label. Uh, uh, Signee. Uh, Kinda Don't Care by Justin Moore. Your country album for the week is debut has debuted at number four. And Rounding Out is still 21 Pilots with Glory Face at number five. That's your billboard.
0: I still don't know who this guy is. Pardon me, next door. Yeah.
1: Again, he's signed OVO. I don't really know anything else about him.
0: Associated acts with Drake, Big yep. Sean, and Travis Scott. Sounds about right. Yep.
1: All right. All right. Uh, so uh, I saw something that I was actually going to talk about, but I didn't know you had already had your news. So go ahead,
0: do it. All right. We have new music <laughs> from <laughs> yeah, one of our favorite artists. Yeah, we do. Well, i say ours, but really it's Matt's favorite so artist. My future wife. Yes, and. Currently, future girlfriend. <laughs> <Yes. That's so. laughs> I don't know. I might just ask her to marry me. Yeah, it's just without. Date. I mean, we did meet her already, so yeah, kinda. kind so. of, kind uh, of. Carly Rae Jepsen. We're getting an entire album of B sides, and I'm so excited. So,
1: explain what B side is. Okay, for th- <laughs> sorry. Yes. For those of you who are younger than the age of 30, including <laughs> ourselves, um, a B-side was what record labels used to refer to when they released a single. Yes, back in the day, people bought singles. Uh, These were records. Uh, one were song. Only one song, and this was usually what they released to the radio stations as, this is the song we want to play on radio. Still to this day, radio stations release singles for artists. That being said, nobody buys singles anymore. Well, iTunes Singles Yeah, that barely counts But anyway, yes. back in the day, singles used to be paired Because there had to be a song on the other side of the album With B-Side And it was called B-Side because Side A was obviously your hit Yep Side B was the one that, yeah. Eh, we'll see if this works So, B-Sides now is a general term for when artists want to release music That was recorded maybe for a session uh, for the album that was released But didn't make it to the album So more like bonus tracks Exactly they're bonus tracks. So, yeah, Carly already had, like, five bonus tracks on that, on the release of Emotion. Now, there's going to be an entire album of more. So A full album of just B-Sides? Of B-Sides. Unreleased material um, that will be released on Friday of this week.
0: Oh, it's this Friday? It's this
1: Friday. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she announced it on Monday and <laughs> okay. said, literally, only five days. Because she's just been sitting on these things. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes well, sense. Is she, is she, uh, well, because when Emotion came out, she said in interviews that she had recorded, like, 30-something songs. Like, she'd recorded more songs than she could put on the album. Wow. And had to pare them down, which is why you got so many bonus tracks on now, the Deluxe.
0: Now, why didn't she just make this into an entirely
1: new album? Because if they weren't strong enough to release on the first album, then obviously she doesn't think they're strong enough to be on a proper album. So, thus... But what does she know put about Put them out music? anyways. Quite a bit, it turns out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah... Uh, so this is a way for her to release that, more and for more songs, without necessarily having to do a full album release. This is just a way to be like, hey, fans, here's something you'll appreciate. So this one's for the fans. Exactly. Besides rela- uh, compilations, greatest hits, they're always for the fans. Okay. They're never for, like, album sales. They're just, they're just for, hey, we'll put this out because we, we like you. Oh. So I'm excited. I'm excited to hear more So we like her. We really, 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 really like her.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I you couldn't resist you? anyways keep going
0: what else okay. do we have in music news uh, next we have Frank Ocean oh
1: yeah so should I recap this real brief
0: yeah this so, what's going on so in the last couple of weeks we talked about Frank
1: Ocean because there was a lot of uh, hype behind the supposed release of his album that was at the time titled Boys Don't Cry
0: Right, and we talked about this at the end of July, which was yes. when it was supposed to come out. So a couple of weeks ago, we said that it was supposed to be randomly
1: released on Apple Music on a Friday. Did not make that Friday release. Then the following week, which was when we recorded on last Wednesday, when we, we talked about how there was apparently some sort of live stream that had restarted, that people were watching of him building stairs, that was leading to supposedly something. That something ended up being a visual album, a la beyonce's lemonade that released exclusively on apple music later that night that titled endless was yes original music but was confirmed by apple music not necessarily the full album release that was expected so turns out that just a couple late days later on sunday i believe saturday or sunday 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 apple music confirmed that the proper frank ocean album now named blonde Yes, would be released alongside a zine that he, would, uh, that he released at the same time a book, essentially it's a little big to be a zine um, uh, that was titled Boys Don't Cry, the old name of the album that was launched in major cities such as New York, Los Angeles, London, etc. So this was all a big, big event on Sunday and then the album proper did release again though, an exclusive to Apple Music So that's out there. It is also available, uh, from what I understand, to purchase on iTunes. So anybody can buy this thing. But if you want to stream it on anything but Apple Music, you will have to wait.
0: So this whole conundrum... Yes.
1: ...caused a problem. Yes. Or, I guess, a blessing? Depends on what perspective you're doing. I'm calling
0: this a blessing. for the Universal Music Group. You're right. Which... Going right to my next story.
1: So yes, first of all... Uh, A weird fact came out of this It seems like This release Was done outside of Frank Ocean's previous record deal With Death Jam Records Right Once this came out, shortly after Another news story came out about how Universal Music Has now decided That they're no longer going to be involved In exclusive streaming
0: partnerships With any of the streaming websites Yes, Lucian Grange CEO of Universal Music Group, widely regarded as the most powerful executive in the music industry. Right now, currently. Probably outside of Jay-Z. Yeah. um, (laughs) Has ordered his entire company's label to stop the practice of exclusive distribution deals for streaming services. This is important, and
1: I think this is important because of a couple reasons. One, because, again, they're one of the biggest labels in the business. Them putting their foot down about this is important. Yep. Second of all, this kind of yeah, this is a culmination of a lot of feedback that I think the industry has gotten,
0: especially this past year.
1: Yeah, especially this past year,
0: with uh, Beyonce, almost
1: every major rap and hip hop release, rap R and B and hip hop release this year, has been released at least for a period of at least one week or two, exclusively on a streaming service.
0: Yes, it's ridiculous. You had Rihanna's exclusive. You had Kanye's, Kanye's. exclusive. You have Drake's, you have Drake's and Beyonce, Beyonce, and now, Frank, and now Ocean. Frank
1: Ocean. Just every single major R and B hip hop tangential release has been well an exclusive.
0: I like what uh, what what uh, Lucian wrote, so I'm just going to quote it directly because it's I can't put it in better terms. Yeah. So he actually calls out Frank Ocean, and quote. Shame on you, Frank. Shame on everybody else who takes money from Apple and screws fans. There's enough money in the mu- in music, without taking every last buck. And the joke is on you, for thinking so short term. You want your music available to everybody, because in these days information overload, we need nobody. Everybody's soup is superfluous. 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 Superflu- yes. I cannot speak. <laughs> Superfluous. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to enter the marketplace with one hand tied behind your back.
1: he's right. And he's right. He's right. It, it, it's it's a ridiculous thing. It is really just a money grab. Yeah, and it's trying to be exclusive for the sake of being exclusive. I have a strong feeling that Frank Ocean's hands were tied. Yes. And the reason why I say this is because there was that story that Apple basically said that this thing was going to come out, and then
0: it didn't. Yep. I wonder how much of that was due to pushback from Frank. I wonder how much of it was due to pushback in terms of how much she's going to get maybe, from streaming.
1: Maybe so, but maybe I think that this is a part of a bigger picture that these artists are being basically told by these streaming services, being like, "We'll give you this deal if you do this, but you have to do this on our terms." And the usual, I guess, so far they've been saying yes. I mean, I feel like the title exclusives were a slightly different deal because the people involved in the title were also shareholders in the company. Right. Kanye, Rihanna, and Beyonce all did their deals with title because they freaking have money in the company. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're going to do it. The Apple Music ones, though, are a completely different story. That is Apple literally catering directly to Frank and Drake and basically saying, hey, we're going to give you this paycheck if you do this for
0: us. Right, oh, because know it brings people to their site. I mean, hell, views for is still on that album chart. Yeah, it's. I mean, it worked for Drake, certainly. And I think
1: that all the rest of the uh, artists in the future are going to be chasing that money. But even Kanye, who was one of the people who did an exclusive album uh, album uh, launch with Tidal this year, has said that he thinks that the exclusive streaming thing is done. He's been on Twitter talking about it a few times now. Basically saying it's like no, don't like this is don't do this anymore. It should be available to everybody mm-hmm. on He literally sent like did tweeted out to Apple saying stop like stop doing this just straight up just buy, I don't care if you buy title just buy title and into this competition.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And he's right. <coughs> it's just it's crazy. It's the music industry is at a weird 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 place right now. So, is Kanye's album actually finished? I don't know. <laughs> Ask Kanye. I can't answer that question. I don't know if Pablo is ever going to be done.
0: Yep. Anyways, yeah, Universal is music group is putting its foot down and it's great. Good for them. It's going to be good for I the hope, fans.
1: I hope other uh, other labels take suit even though they probably won't. Yep. Apple's a big company. Yep.
0: And I'm going to skip this next uh, story just cuz it's funny. <laughs> uh, I just put it on here cuz it's hilarious. Uh so Alice Cooper, yeah, he's gonna run for president. Sure, he's gonna quote "make America sick again." Um, Wait, what? Uh, that's his slogan. Like sick as in like that sick bro, or sick as in like I am ill. I think sick as in that sick bro. Okay, that's his type of music. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yep. Okay, bro. bro, I don't think bro. he would say bro either. Yeah. So Isn't look he for Alice like Cooper in his sixties
1: or seventies, something like that. So look for <laughs>
0: Alice Cooper on the election trail. Got it. And. Lastly, uh, nice. I thought this story was really fascinating. It the the piece was titled "Most Metal Word." Okay. So. Aluminum. <laughs> no. Tired. <laughs> okay. So this guy took over two hundred twenty-two thousand songs from seven thousand three hundred sixty-four rock bands. Yeah. Rock and metal bands. Yeah analyzed them, analyzed all of their lyrics, to create a list of the 20 most used words in metal songs. Baby. Baby?
1: Yeah. Where's baby on this list? Not on the top 20. Um, yeah. Where's yeah on this list?
0: I don't think yeah counts, because it's not on this list. What?
1: about Satan? Satan. Yeah, where's Satan?
0: Satan. Not on this list. How are we missing (laughs) these? Uh,
1: What is this list, then? Fine.
0: Uh, it's called. Uh, they used uh, the database called Dark Lyrics to get their results. <laughs> Dark Lyrics. Yes. <laughs> is, is that like Metal Genius? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your number? What's our number one? Number one is Burn. 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 Sure. Number two, Cries. <laughs> cries. Really? Yes. Okay. Bur- I guess like the cries, as opposed to he cries. Any type of cries. Okay. Uh, three is veins, veins. Four is eternity. Oh, and okay. And five is breathe. Okay. That, you know what? Now that you're saying that, it does make sense. Other notables include number eight, demons. Yeah, okay. Number 11, sorrow. Okay, yep. 13 is goodbye. Uh, sure. 14 is dreams. <laughs> and 15 is gods. Sure. Yes, Plural yes because, Plural. because metal yep okay sure uh number 19 is flames <laughs> and 20 the fire scream <laughs> oh, scream okay. yes out. sure yeah all right so if you want to make a metal album involve those words involve those words yep and lastly mm-hmm. video games video games we probably
1: don't have a lot here do we
0: uh well we have Gawker to talk about here. Well this isn't really a video game related. Well it is and it isn't.
1: Not really, because uh, the site Gawker was just a general blog. Right. Which uh, so we kind of covered this last week. Yes. Or did we? I don't remember. I don't think Maybe, we, we talked do. about this on the podcast. Anyways last thing time we left off with the story, there was talks about Gawker basically because they had to pay such high. Uh, legal fees due to losing their lawsuit to Peter Thiel and uh, Paul Kogan. Um the, the plan was that they were going to be auctioned off. The two major companies that were bidding on the sites under the Gawker umbrella, and I mentioned that on purpose yes. for reasons that I'll get to in just a moment. Yes, that's why I have it on. Were here. Ziff Davis m- Media Company, most famous for owning every video game magazine in the '90s, <laughs> and um, and Univision, who you know as for well Univision. <laughs> um and also the onion yes um so univision ended up winning the bid except the option during the bid was apparently to not include gawker the actual website gawker.com the rest of the gawker sites the gawker owned sites including kotaku the video game site jezebel the uh feminist site and jalopnik the car site io9, the science fiction site, the tech site, Gizmo, G- Gizmodo. Gizmodo, the Gizmodo, the technology the t- site, tech site, among a couple others. Maybe I'm skipping. Uh,
0: Bleacher Report, I think, is all sure. them. Sort of them. Uh, so, for yeah, sports.
1: Those have all been sold to Univision, but Univision did not pick up Gawker, so that means that Gawker.com and the blog that it's associated with
0: is done. Yep. Gone. So, for those of us who are worried... Our sites will be saved, except for Gawker. So yeah, if you follow
1: Gawker, that's gone, but the rest of the Gawker owned the sites, will all find a home with Univision.
0: Yep. And, uh, moving on. Speaking of selling stuff off, Nintendo officially sold its shares yes. in the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners have been sold for $661 million. Yep. This deal was announced back in April, yep. but it officially closed as of Monday. I don't know how we missed this. No, we
1: we definitely talked about
0: it. Oh, we talked about how they were owned.
1: We talked about how
0: they were going to
1: sell them. Oh, that's right. We'll talk, because about, yes. Howard Lincoln, okay, it's a weird, weird lineage. Howard Lincoln used to be CEO of Nintendo of America. So after he left his position in a way, he still technically was owner of the team because of the, the weird payments. Right. The company was only kind of residual owners. Oh, okay. It's complicated. But anyways, this is basically Howard Lincoln and the company selling all their shares.
0: Well, not all their shares. But most of them. They will still hold a 10% stake in the team. But the whole, but basically... the majority of the team... operations are now going to somewhere else. Yes, they're going to some law firm. They will no longer operate the team. Right. So
1: no more DS uh, popcorn apps. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, people who are... Going to the stadium. Sorry,
0: Seattle Mariners. You can yep. leave your 3ds at home. Yep, leave the 3ds at home. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of consoles at home, <laughs> yes. Uh, Xbox, yes. More, more specifically, Xbox Australia, oh, announced today. Did you see this I, thing? I was gonna mention
1: something, but I don't know what this. Is, what you're gonna mention? So I don't know. Okay, because
0: I said this to Chris, and he's like, "Yes, buy it for me." Yes. Uh, so Xbox Australia announced. Limited edition onesies. Oh yeah, the Xbox
1: onesie. <laughs>
0: yes, the Xbox onesie. I did see this. Yes, <laughs> the Xbox onesie, as it's called, will include enlarged pockets <laughs> to fit your controller or remotes, <laughs> an extra large hoodie to accommodate your headsets, a customized Gamertag embroidered, <laughs> and yes, it will come with a day one patch. <laughs> Day one. Yeah. Just to fix stuff up in the rear. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent this link to Chris, oh, our okay. yes. uh, Xbox fanboy, and he was like, "Yes, buy this for me." Xbox onesie.
1: <laughs> Xbox onesie. Is that does that mean we're gonna get uh, when you have your uh, girlfriend over for some PS4 play? <laughs>
0: Active. Yes, yes, yes <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay Is that it for <coughs> game news? Um, that's it for news Lastly, that's I it. just want to talk about um, Do we want to do da- our No Man's Sky update? Well, that's what I'm going to do yeah. Partially Because okay. uh, that revolves around daily active users right? Or rather daily oh, active yeah. players Guess who was right? You. I was. Yep.
1: Because Pokemon Go is losing, what, 15 million people every day? Is that the number? No. What was it? It was something really ridiculous.
0: Yeah, well, you're right and you're wrong. (laughs) Okay. Yes. uh, Speaking of daily active players, uh, this is my second story. uh, Pokemon Go peaked at 45 million active users Mm -hmm. per day. It's now down to 30 million active users a day. So it lost 15 of them. So it lost 15 million active users. However... $30 Thirty million is still a whole lot, considering most so. apps drop seventy percent. I guess by so. this time. You're right. Okay.
1: Well, good. The, so at least while it's
0: while it went down fifteen million, it still has a high active user rate. Yeah, that's
1: good. Yeah,
0: I mean, I knew this was gonna happen as soon as I saw in the news that some guy had already caught them all. Right. Yeah. That eventually it's just gonna go down because there's no incentive to keep coming back. No. They. They have failed to do what I told them. Told uh, what
1: I said on the podcast that they had to is incentivize people to come back. They still yep. haven't done that.
0: They haven't even released a wristband. There's like nothing. Nope. Yeah, There's the, nothing out there. They still haven't released that wristband. The, no. the, the 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 Pokemon Go Plus. Yeah, that thing's still the on accessory. It. Yeah, damn.
1: So yeah, they're dropping some ball here. Damn it, the They're dropping the Pokemon ball. Yep. Sorry, the Pokeball. I don't know why it's a Pokemon ball. I felt like I sound like I'm fifty-two. <laughs> I do apologize.
0: Um, yeah. That's ridiculous. Great balls are dropping. Ball, great balls, yep. even Ultra balls. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as the Master Master though. balls. No. <laughs> no, the Master ball being dropped here is a No Man's Sky. Okay. Holy yeah. hell, did that thing drop? Yeah. So. It had 137,000 users upon launch. Daily active users. Just all spursed out. It's dropped significantly. (laughs) About 90%. Yeah. In two weeks. To having only about 25,000 players a day log on.
1: This is a good example of what the hype machine does. Yep. You get too much hype behind the game. People will think it's for them when it might not really be for them. I really like No Man's Sky. I like it, though, for reasons probably a lot of people would dislike it. I like it that there's no real pressure to it. I like that it's relaxing. I like that you can kind of do whatever you want. That being said, the vast majority of video game players out there are the competitive, goal-oriented players. Yep. And I think that once once people that play a lot of video games found out No Man's Sky is not a game like that, not a competitive game, not a multiplayer game, not a game that really has clear cut goals or things to a- achieve, to aspire to, I think a lot of people drop right off of it. Yep. Whereas instead, me, I see this as a thing that I'm looking forward to using as a podcast game and a music game. Yep. Where I can do something it's going to be a thing to do with my hands, essentially, which I prize those things. I like those things. That's why I like crossword puzzles and puzzles like that and solitaires, because it's like, I like things that are like that, whereas just some people just aren't into that, and it turns out video games are dominated by competitive people.
0: Right. Which, this isn't for competitive people. No, not at all. No. Not at all. No. It uh, is a yeah. do it your own pace game. Yep. Um... It's do-it-your-own-pace game, but it also limits you into how much you can do.
1: Right. In fact, I found one such limit. Actually, I haven't told you about this yet. What? I hit kind of a wall in my game. How? Um, so I decided, I landed on a planet, right? New sure. planet. Yes. And I found a sweet-ass ship. Okay. And I was like, that ship's awesome. So I decided to take it. It had one more uh, inventory slot than my current ship. So I was like, sure, I can repair all this stuff. Except what I didn't realize is that I had, this, I had a working hyperdrive on the ship that I left on the planet. Whereas the, sh- the ship that I bought or got, like traded Commandier. for, did not have a working hyperdrive. So in my process of getting the hyperdrive to work again, I realized that I had not gotten the blueprint to create antimatter. I had bought the materials for antimatter when I made my first warp cell. Oh, okay. So now I'm stuck because I don't know how to get an antimatter because none of the stores that I can find sell it. And I don't have the blueprint to make an antimatter <laughs> even though I have the, the, the stuff to make it. Okay. The game will not let you build something unless you have the ability to build it. Right. So I have the stuff to make it, but I don't have the blueprint, and I have no <laughs> idea where to get the blueprint. So now I can't use hyperdrive.
0: Uh, you have, to, you have to go to, like, one of the shelters, and they'll tell you yeah. how to do it. So, I have
1: to figure that out. Except I screwed that up. I went to a shelter, talked to a dude, t- I didn't understand what he wanted from me, <laughs> gave him the wrong answer, and so now he won't talk to me until I have, like, 300 carbon. 300 yeah, carbon? Yeah, I know. I was like, I thought it was 30, but then I got 30, I came back to him, and he, it was like, oh, there's another zero after that.
0: Yeah, usually it's just 20 carbon to talk to when we get, wow. So, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not, ex- but that's the
1: wonderful thing about No Man's Sky is I'm not stuck. I just don't have the shortcut anymore. I can still go to planets, I just can't use hyperdrive yet. Right. So I'll eventually find antimatter or the blueprint. It's just going to take me a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I wish this game actually had, which would which would be factions. Yeah. You know, something to give you goals
1: oriented. Well, that's the thing is that. That's I think again where people differ with this game right because I don't think it needs it I no. like the I like the freedom I like
0: I the like I crap. like that it's a game where I can freely explore yeah you however a little bit that more being ga- said, guide posting. I would like something yeah. that says, hey if you give like someone in there say, hey, if you give me five ten thousand gold, I will help you I will give you this in return. That's it, but I feel like
1: the, having the language under a barrier is kind of. Interesting. Oh no, no, no! no. I, I like that barrier. I like, knowledge. That cool. I That's like the, cool. I like the like going around. When to you the do see a this. word that you recognize, it's cool because you can kind of try to figure it out. Be like, oh well, he mentions danger. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, maybe I shouldn't ask him about something new. I should just back away. So it's stuff yeah. like that. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I like the whole barrier language barrier aspect of it. What I don't like is gathering all this stuff, going to a generic vending machine, and yeah. depositing it for money.
1: Actually, I wish there were more traders. Yes. I feel like it's sometimes it's hard, and you don't always remember which where the trading locations are. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be like wandering around a new planet forever until you find a place to trade. You just don't have enough uh, in- inventory to... Get everything that you want without having trading as often as. Because if you had more traders, then you wouldn't have to worry about inventory as much. Right. Because I always get those freaking green trade items that just stock up my inventory. Right. I hate that that you can't can't stack them. You can't stack them. No. So it's It's like, what am I going to do with this? What was it? Like some. Gek charms. Yeah. geck charm and uh, pleasant pearl or whatever that
2: pearl
0: thing is. It's dumb. It's it's only one of one. You can't stack them. They can't. Basket, yeah, it's dumb. I don't like that,
1: but yeah, uh, overall, though, I really like the game. Um, but I could understand why people mm-hmm. are probably having that reaction being like, This is not what I wanted.
0: No, because I think what most people wanted was something like Online Eve, yeah, which is going to be this vast space game where your influences actually matter to like some greater faction, right. But it turned out to just be it's a not. Minecraft. It's, it's
1: a single-player Minecraft-esque exploration game for basically just for yeah for single player. Yeah. And yeah, I think that the people who are disappointing uh, disappointed by it, one, weren't really paying attention to what this game was going to be. No. And two, let the hype influence their their thought process. Yes. Yeah. And I had the, the 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 wherewithal. Yes, you could say that. At the balance where I was like, okay, I'm going to be excited to try it, but I'm not going to get myself super hyped just in case. And So, yeah, it's met my expectations.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a part of that other train where I expected more from this game, but both from what I got of it, I'm liking it. Yeah. I do wish there was more. I do see where they could have put more, but I also see the reason for not putting it because it's not that type of game. Yeah, exactly. It's not a Mass Effect game. No. People keep trying to compare it to that, and it's not. It's not, a st- not Mass Effect.
1: It's not story-driven. It's not role-playing. No. It's not any of that. It's your own story. It's, it's yeah, your it's, own... It's kind of whatever you want to make it. Yeah. You could literally play this game killing everything. Yeah. If you really wanted to. It would be annoying, but you could do it.
0: I wiped out a whole species already. <laughs> wow, nice going. Because it was a stupid little like bug thing that every time I approached it... Will come up and try and kill me. Yeah, they do that. So I drove it to extinction. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Okay. Sure.
0: <laughs> so, I yeah. I, don't, uh, I drove it so they were told there was like one left. Well, it says extinction, but you know there's like yeah, like ten left. That. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, there's your no man's sky minute. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and
1: with that, that's the last <laughs> thing yeah. I have here. All right. Well. Wrap it I hope up. They do it. Um, so uh, next week um, or the next couple weeks. Um, we will have the uh, story from the PlayStation event where they're going to supposedly re, uh, reveal the Neo. So in, is that next in week? a couple, couple weeks.
0: In a couple weeks. So that's
1: on its way. In the meantime, I don't think anything major video games has happened this week.
0: So. No. Oh, I forgot to mention. I went to the Jason Aldean concert. You did forget to mention that. Yes. Uh, sorry, Kristen, for listening to this. It's so late. <laughs> but uh, we went to the Jason Aldean concert. We got pit tickets. Or rather, Kristen were they the picked. Actually, my al- album title is I know. "We Went to the Concert," and they were the pits. They were the pits. Yes, um, so we saw Jason Aldean and Thomas Rhett. Um, you're right. Jason Aldean did basically just stand there, play the guitar. Gets kind of what I yeah. guessed he would do. Yeah, he
2: really does. Thomas
0: Rhett did move around and perform. <laughs> Although he did try and do a very terrible <laughs> rendition of Uptown Funk, <laughs> Bruno Mars. What? Why? I don't know why. <laughs> but he did come out on a Lakers uh, jacket, which was cool, I guess. Sure. Yes. But yeah, anyways, uh concert was great. I like Jason Aldean. Um, Entertainer of the Year. Ha- hashtag CMAs. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, he won Entertainer, Entertainer of the Year. And I was entertained. <laughs> Are you not? I was entertained. And we were all entertained. And at the end of the concert, um, he threw out his sweaty-ass towel, and my girlfriend caught it. Ew. I say sweaty-ass towel on purpose because... He was really sweaty? He won. He sweat. I'll He used a towel for his sweat, Ew. and he stuck it in his back pocket, touching Ew. his ass. It was a sweaty-ass towel. Is she going to sell it on eBay? Uh, no, she's going to make a shadow box of it. Ew, that's so gross. Gonna like grow cultures in there. <laughs> it's gonna be like a freaking science experiment. It's gonna be all Jason Aldean. <laughs> Jason Aldean. DNA. <laughs> Jason
1: all DNA. There it is. All right. With that, we'll end this podcast. Yep. With that, we'll end this so podcast. <laughs> freaking dinner. Yep. It's only eight. God, whatever. Eight forty years. I can't. Even the rice it. is cooked.
2: <laughs> oh, Alrighty.
1: So, thanks
0: for listening to the Media Boat Podcast. Find us on Facebook. We're on there. Yep. We're on Facebook. We're on iTunes. Just Google Media Boat Podcast. Podcast. Tell your friends. Google Media Boat Podcast and you will find us. Or don't. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Yep. And no audio troubles this week. Yay. Yeah.